Hello and welcome to today's Almost Daily Devotion. We are in the Old Testament prophet Daniel and we're going to be towards the end of the book in chapter 10. It goes like this. During this time, I, Daniel, had been mourning for three weeks. I didn't eat any rich foods, neither meat nor wine passed my lips, and I didn't clean up at all until the three weeks were up. Then on the 24th day of the first month, as I was on the bank of the great Tigris River, I looked up and suddenly saw a man clothed in linen in front of me. He had a brilliant gold belt around his waist, and his body was like topaz. His face was like a flash of lightning, and his eyes were like burning torches. His arms and feet looked like polished bronze, and when he spoke, it sounded like the roar of a crowd. Only I, Daniel, saw this person. The other people who were with me didn't see it, and despite that, they were terrified and ran away to hide. So I was left alone to see this great vision all by myself. All my strength left me, my energy was sapped, and I couldn't stay strong. Then I heard the sound of the man's words, and when I heard it, I fell into a trance with my face on the ground. But then a hand touched me and lifting me up to my hands and knees. And the man said to me, Daniel, you are greatly treasured. Now understand the meaning of what I'm saying to you and stand up, because I was sent to you. And as he said this to me, I stood up, shaking. And the man said, do not be afraid. Now, I don't know about you, but if a glowing man made of topaz showed up with a gold belt around his waist, lit and sounded like the roar of a crowd, I would be afraid. Um, Daniel is a prophet. We don't often think of Daniel as a prophet because the story that we're told as children is about Daniel in the lion's den. and Or we might hear Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the, the fiery furnace. But we think of Daniel more as a hero along the lines of Samson or Samuel or David. But Daniel is a prophet more in the line of Ezekiel and Isaiah and Elijah. And so Daniel sees things that other people don't see. Being a prophet is a scary proposition. It's challenging. It's difficult. It puts you in places of discomfort and causes you to see things that you may not want to see. (laughs) I mean... A lot of people running around today calling themselves prophets, thinking that they have exclusive truth, that they know what is right, that they have a secret vision to God. There's a lot of people running around today thinking that they have the right, the claim to exclusive truth. And I have to say that I'm skeptical of that. Because I don't think a lot of people today are really getting visions from God. Not in this way. And I think that people today, if you... I don't think people want to be a prophet. I don't think you would want to be a prophet. It's not a very nice life. You get scary visions when unexpectedly... Did you hear how Daniel hadn't bathed for three weeks or eaten anything other than vegetables? Ezekiel lies on his side for 30 days and then lies on his other side. Elijah gets chased out into the wilderness by a crowd of people angry about his messaging. We were talking about Encanto and Bruno and his ability to see the future and how angry that makes everyone. And it turns out that being right makes people angry. Especially if you're right about bad things. And so I don't think you want to be a prophet. 
And so where does that put us if we're not a prophet? What is our role in this situation? And I think it's twofold. I think one is to pay attention to people who actually are given that gift, people who actually are asked by God to carry that burden of prophecy, of truth-telling. I think, too, it requires of us a humility to recognize that we are not that person. That as much as we might want to be, most of us are not prophets. Most of us do not see the truth with that kind of clarity. Most of us do not see the future. And it's not like Daniel saw every bit of the future clearly, just the parts God wanted him to see. And I think that's the third part. We do not see the future as clearly as we might like. We may not know what is around the corner for us. We may not see the truth clearly. We don't have a glass into the future. Even if we did, chances are we wouldn't interpret it correctly. God has to tell Daniel what this means. So humility of spirit is important. Resiliency, the idea that we can put one step in front of another, that we can tentatively walk into the future knowing that God has got it and that we may never know exactly what the future holds. We may not see it and be able to hold it close, but God has it. And it turns out that's a lot less scary than knowing exactly what's going to come. But if you do see a blue guy with a gold belt and a roaring mouth like a crowd, let me know. I want to see what he says. True prophecy is rare. Exclusive knowledge of the truth is rare. So be humble. 